0: I'm Barbara Gray, and it's time, Paul Dano collects teeth.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and toads, where we're going, we don't need toads. It's my impression of a time-traveling witch. Okay. (laughs) Hey, happy October. Happy October. (laughs)
2: Spooky. Uh, I'm Tess Barker, and once a year, I have to relearn the fact that I can't pull off (laughs) pigtails. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you give us a secret? Neither can we.
1: Whatever those <laughs> words were supposed to be. We!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we! got
0: Barbara Brandy and, of course, Big We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and ladies. We're here. Welcome to the show. We're yeah. a little delirious, but that's okay. Yeah, we're sometimes it we work. get the best ones out of that. It's so true. You know. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's bring out our guest. <laughs> yeah. Very funny comedian. She's got a new podcast called "Too Sensitive for Comedy." Crystal Adams. Hey. hey. Hi. How you doing? Good. So. Um, I know, it's hot, it's it's warm in here. We're going to get through it. Just
1: paint a picture for everyone listening at home in their air-conditioned office. You're probably
0: listening to this on a wonderful
2: October day. Just remember a day not so many weeks ago when it was hotter than bejesus and we all had boob sweat. That's where we are currently residing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. absolutely. I'm just
0: relaxing into it now. It's fine. It is who I am. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I want to hear about your new podcast. Tell us what what it's about.
3: Uh, Yeah, it's... um, Okay, so I guess when I first started comedy, I was I cried a lot. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm <still> fair
1: <laughs> <laughs> Totally fair. How long That's have you been a, doing? Normal reaction. Um,
3: a little over four years now. Um but it was weird because it was the only thing in my life that I'd ever done where I felt compelled to do it. But I also felt like there's something in my personality that feels like a liability against it. Like mm. like I'm not gonna survive it because I do feel like very sensitive. Like mm. I was very sensitive child. I'm a very mm-hmm. sensitive adult. And it just was, it just felt like oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to handle this for mm-hmm. very long because i are like, the I'm
0: throwing I'm, myself into this and there's no way I'm gonna survive yeah, it or something. Yeah. Interesting.
3: And I, yeah. I, and I'm also like very introverted. And I was like, I'm never gonna have friends in comedy. Like it just, it just felt like a lot. And I still feel that way about different things. Like it shifted, but, um, I I do feel like the – I guess empowered to, like, lean into this aspect of my personality rather than, mm-hmm. like, pretend like it doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah,
3: and I feel like there are a lot more people that identify with how I'm feeling than are talking about for it. For sure, yeah. You know, like, I feel like there's so many people that have all these sensitivities, but we're all supposed to pretend like it doesn't phase us or, mm-hmm. like, we just got to move through it or get over it. And it's just, like, that's not actually – well, that language in your head is not actually helpful to get through it. Definitely. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm just talking about that, what it's like to be a sensitive person being in the world and being definitely in comedy where I feel like I don't fit. And I feel like there's a lot of industries where people, like, there's some way that the industry is antagonistic towards yeah that aspect of ourselves, for sure. I think
2: anything professional, right? Like, what's the number one thing they're always like, don't cry at work?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've like- done it so many times. Yeah. I mean, yeah, work
2: is made for crying. <laughs> Why have a I desk do not weekend? cry at work? Exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> work is made for crying. Oh, no, yeah. a shirt. <laughs> gotta have those breaks. If you don't smoke cigarettes, you gotta go take a cry break instead. Yeah. <laughs> I did cry. I was a receptionist one time. Well, I, was, I wasn't I was exactly a receptionist, but I was at the front desk. And I, there was a period in my life where I was like, just at the desk crying mm-hmm. like people would walk in
0: <laughs> they were just used to it at that point they're like it's fine mm-hmm. she's just
3: crying it was weird because i was like i was getting raises too like i was get, like <laughs> our receptionist is so cool she's got sunglasses on all the time
2: she's like, got a really
1: good look and vibe she's always got tissues day. for
2: everybody <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> gotta make sure she has health care what was it was it cold.
2: was it like angry cry like was it your boss sucked like what
3: um i think i was really unhappy with i was unhappy with life but i think honestly it was a point in my life in which i had finally decided that i'm not going to pretend not to be this person yeah like growing up i you know like i was always you know just you don't cry in front of other people Mm -hmm. like you go in and i really just felt like Something in me broke, and I was like, "I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop pretending, mm-hmm. um, even if it means there are consequences for me at work." Which I luckily, like, there weren't. Yeah. Um. But I'm. I just kind of let the floodgates open that year, and then from that point forward, I just kind of. Hmm. Yeah. It. It just. It, it unleashed something in me that was. How long before or after that did you start stand up? It was, two, maybe like three years. After oh, okay. That. Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, three years. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so nice to just be yeah. like, this is who I am. And, mm-hmm. you know, to just come to terms with that. And
2: Yeah, I watched, yeah. Uh, this is going to be way super non-topical by the time this comes out, but I finally watched uh, <laughs> Nanette last night. Have you, oh, guys, yeah. No, I need I to watch it. I, like, it I thought it was just like so striking what she was doing. Like mm-hmm. it's, I in everything that I'd read about it, I didn't really understand like what she was, but it's like she's taking like stand-up and she gives like a stand-up set and then she deconstructs it and she's like isn't that funny I made all those jokes and then she deconstructs it and she tells like actually what really happened mm. in order to make those jokes and she just gets like real and like doesn't give a fuck about being funny anymore and it's like yeah. this super raw it turns like throughout the course of the performance it turns into more of a one person show <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. what that's I've, heard, I've heard and you yeah. really have to
0: see it to like get yeah it, but it either. was <laughs> so
2: interesting to me because like you see that so in stand up you see that we made it funny like we didn't we're not actually telling you actually like how angry we are about that or how sad we are about that like no i think people take for granted the shit that we had to go through to like arrive at those jokes
3: yes yeah i have this well it's like a portion of a joke where i'm like i totally lie because the truth is like it's going to bring the room down. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you
0: would do that all the <laughs> time. Or yeah. like, if you do talk about something, you have to like make sure everyone knows you're okay or whatever. Yeah, you know? audience has exactly. to believe you're okay. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I think what I do appreciate about the Nanette special is there's so many things in general, but I, you know, if we're in comedy. I, I feel like where people are constantly asking you to apologize for who you are and mm-hmm. to fit it into a box and that that's the way to be successful. And it's like, For all the people that have hated and do not like the special or like have, you know, that want to say it's not stand up. She's still waking, making so much more money than so yeah. many of the people that like have a, have opinions about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, I'm like it's art. It's not
0: yeah. defined yeah. as one fucking mm-hmm. thing.
2: Yeah. And it's especially ridiculous to ha- to take that much of a grievance with it when that's literally what she says in. Yeah, the special- yeah. she's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. She's saying that's what yeah. she's doing. Yeah, she's yeah. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like fuck being funny, and here's mm-hmm. why. Like mm-hmm. that's literally like what her whole point was.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- no, I agree, and it's like why? Yeah. <laughs> there's such a, a weird dogmatic like just people want to hold on to the what the definitions of these words mean mm. Mm. because I, yeah. it supports the the position that they have exactly. in the community i just am looking forward to the day that we can be
1: like comedy has genres mm-hmm. and i think a lot of these arguments will go away to be like it's like no stand-up is not stand-up is not stand-up, yeah. is not stand-up. like we are all doing different things and we fall into different categories yeah. and like if you can let that exist
0: that's mm-hmm. what's so fun about it yeah exactly it's yeah. great yeah. Go, yeah you can see anything you know and I mean I think a lot of the stand-up we see in LA is pretty like straightforward stand-up yeah but I, that's what I love about LA though I go to like different shows I'm like oh I could see something I've never seen before mm-hmm. you know yeah. I'm not gonna be like excuse me that wasn't technically stand up yeah. <laughs> yeah. same
2: I, guy just who's at yourself. the baseball game like I mean, we shouldn't have pinch hitters like, yeah. Get, go, go, fucking yeah go have it's
1: some fine. fun dude <laughs> yeah I mean it's just my, boys. <laughs> I remember my my favorite stand up set of 2017 comedy set I guess Just gal I don't even I never got her name because I came in and then I had to go somewhere before her set was over and I couldn't relate but she was like wearing a Batman suit on stage playing a a saw (laughs) and she was playing like this like really sad like oldies song um I, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, <laughs> Brian Setzer has a cover of it, too. Uh, don't worry about <laughs> it. But it's just this really, it was just this really mournful, like, um, Saw thing that she was doing. And I was like, this is beautiful and fucking weird. And, like, yeah. I think about it all the time. Uh-huh. And, like, she didn't even say a word the whole time. Wow. Just, like, weird, fun performance. And I, I like,
0: always oh. think about when I – if I'm having, like, a hard time, whatever, you know, because you want to, like, be unique or interesting on stage, or if I'm, like, scared about doing something that's a little outside of the box. hmm I always think, well, now I don't remember the actual phrase, so that's stupid, but um, (laughs) (laughs) the thing that Charo told you, which she said about, like, you don't want to feel like the audience drank a glass of water. Oh, yeah, like, watching, you you should
2: never be, like, drinking a glass of water. Mm. Yeah. if, if if they leave and they didn't at least mention you, then you failed. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like that. Cool. I think about that sometimes where it's like, yeah, like try something different. You know, it's scary cuz the stakes scary. are
2: actually so low. They really
0: it's are. It's really Especially, just a yeah. performance. Yeah. Yeah. The more you go, it's like, I mean, think about how much we've seen and that's what you do remember. But most of you you forget. I'm not going to remember someone bombed like yeah. I don't yeah. care. I no, don't no, forget yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Oh, except some... for that one guy. No, <laughs> yeah Yeah. <laughs> I mean, water never bombs. <laughs> no. That's true. Water doesn't bomb. It's just there. But yeah. 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 You
3: I, might I need do it. remember one bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was also because it was so weird. Yeah. Really. It was such a weird, like, the guy, he was French, and, like, he actually <laughs> brought a baguette onto stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> which already, and then used the baguette, like, as a replacement for, you know, it's like, it's this big. And
0: it was like... Wait, is this the guy I know? <laughs> <laughs> I do know this French comic. I, I don't think it's him. Maybe. Is that like the French stool fucking is the baguette dick? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> but he totally bombed with it? I would think I would laugh at it just because how dumb it was.
3: I mean, I think we were laughing out of nervousness. Right. I don't know what it said, but it was all... I don't remember what he, exactly what it says, but it was his energy was also kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and it was just like so aggressively, like it, wanting to talk about his penis. Yeah. You know, which is normal. But I mean, the baguette. Wow. I mean. Yeah. That's a lot to bring that out. Especially if you're too. hungry. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Break me off a piece of that. <laughs> and I, I ran an open mic for three years when I first started and I have... um. Uh, on my last show, I, uh, a comic named Justin Williams gave me a haiku that he wrote about me as an open mic host. And it just says, this is really scary. Oh wait, Brandy's here. Pity laughs for all. Cause I would just, I would just sit there and just like, I'd be the only person in the room laughing at you bombing. Oh yeah. I mean, it's my favorite. I love watching people bombed uh-huh. at, at that mic. Uh-huh. Cause I would just be like, you're getting silent and you're being laughed at and you're being laughed at." And you know that you're doing something wrong right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I
2: have it framed next to my uh That's next awesome. to my bed stand.
1: Aww. I love that thing. Yep. <laughs>
2: that was a fun mic.
1: Oh yeah. Good yeah.
2: good sandwiches see- that place too. Yeah. Where was that? The spot uh, in Culver City. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it exists
1: anymore, yeah. but maybe it does. But yeah, it was a mic. I ran it for three years. Sean Patton started it like f- years before that. Jesus. Yeah, I got handed off to a lot of people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was my baby though for three years. I love that place. That's, nice. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Open my. <laughs> I know. I'm just staring off Back the, in the
2: day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect because it's so that it was like out of the city enough, like proper that like. Too many weirdos couldn't get to Culver City. That's So you'd funny. have like a couple that would Need come little out. You a of a filter. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was good. My favorite. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said your favorite one. My favorite was this guy named Colostomy Cohetus was his stage name. Oh my God. And he was, he was um, a self-described... <laughs> black alcoholic postal worker from Watts that's how he would <laughs> that sounds good. start his name on stage he would come in his postal uniform of yeah he would come straight from work in his postal uniform and he would put on a black trench coat over it with it open and then he wore a luchador mask on stage yes. oh my
3: God. <laughs> and opening, too many elements
1: oh no 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 there's more because uh, <laughs> he would come on stage and he'd be like hey everybody do I look like a terrorist and we all would say uh, and he'd pull out fake dynamite and he'd be like how about now <laughs> And that was his opener every time and oh the first time God. you see it you're terrified but then it becomes funnier as you watch other people be scared that he's going
2: to <laughs> like dynamite and you he's know? wearing a luchador mask while <laughs> this is happening yeah <laughs> you're like oh it's just colostomy cohetus
1: it's great and he would watch the entire show he'd sit in the back in his luchador mask and just like loved watching the mic it was the best there's not
0: really that a lot of so weirdos funny. right now I love him like that oh I there's, bet there are just some. not going to the there's some but not like that I don't yeah. think um, I would
2: read your to guess that they- <laughs> we went to the right mics. We'd, I think they're still live and kicking. Yeah. Th- uh, maybe. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Mr. TV. No, T- I- <laughs> that was the one time. Uh, no, Mr. TV. I'm just thinking of like go- guys like that with like the props and the, stuff. Yeah, the, the rapping Prop. grandma. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. SJR. SJR senior, Jewish the senior
0: Jewish
3: grandma. senior Jewish yeah. grandma. Oh, wait. I think I remember that person.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was an old lady and yeah. she would come and she'd be, she'd be decked out in those like jingle jangle things you get for like a gypsy costumes Uh and her, her, um, her husband would always come, bless him, and he would just read the newspaper in the back while she just waited <laughs> oh, in line. Oh,
2: that's true love. That and is. she like
1: would ask, she would always ask people to like do a beat for her, and then she would freestyle. And she called it her Jew rag instead of a do rag. Oh, yeah.
3: God. oh my don't... God, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is ridiculous. And she would always hand out flyers to be like, I'm available for bar mitzvahs and stuff. And I, I I'm wonder like, if she, <laughs> got got she got booked on a few. sure she did. She yeah. definitely did some stuff. That's
0: a good. I like a, I like a late in life, you know, like comedy. What do you guys think your late in life like thing would be like that. If you're like, maybe like done with the career, maybe retire I mean, we're not gonna retire, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like your second like creative. I have a hard time like- believing I'm doing anything except getting into dancing.
2: <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's yeah a good i thing. think real real like deep into like salsa oh, okay salsa. Like competitions that's maybe mm-hmm. yeah okay. i think sean's prepared that's like whenever we're in places yeah. <laughs> with a lot of old people we always are like he if there's golf for him and dance classes for me that's a good one
1: yeah, yeah. that's
3: smart that's
1: a good one <laughs> i want to get back into a community orchestra oh I think about that a be lot great. yeah i would love to play in a in a band or orchestra again yeah mm. i played french horn since i was in fourth grade that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have it. I'll never get rid of it. I
3: don't know what I would do. I, I mean, I always thought that, like if I, if I marry, I always think about marrying rich rather Mm -hmm. than like the the, (laughs) smart.
0: Do you you want to go to Beverly Hills and try to pick up some guys? Cause I've been thinking about it. You
3: have been talking with somebody about this. Like my friend has been, she's like, you got to just post up at a place. Yes. That's what (laughs) I'm saying. Like like, let's go go to a bar. (laughs) and Get some busy
2: men who like don't have time for
0: tender. They're all hanging out at the nice bars. (laughs) (laughs) Get those infused cocktails. Just make sure. Like they (laughs) want to meet people in real life and they have money. Let's get some true, yeah.
1: Just make We're sure they're not assistants. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's a
0: hard to
3: tell sometimes.
1: I know. That's the thing. You got to make sure you're not getting somebody's assistant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We can sniff it. it out. <laughs> but like, I think about, I guess I think about like Marrying Rich. When I when I think about Marrying Rich, I think about like all of the organizations that I would start. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. think about all the businesses that I would yeah. run. Like I definitely would have, I would have a comedy club. I'd have some sort of nonprofit. I'd have some sort of like wing of the things that'd be like teaching you know helping women to get into stand up especially women that don't have access to things yeah. and like um, like just i have all these business ideas yeah. like that i just I'm like, there's no time or money for it. So I need somebody to
0: bankroll this. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I'm like, I'm going to marry the rich guy because I want a swimming pool. And I want to <laughs> you, can do both. you plan your nonprofit shit by the fucking pool. Yes, yeah. 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 Yes,
3: like Beyonce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I de-
0: I definitely um. would you want to run a comedy club, though? Because it seems kind of like a nightmare. Like, just I, how thirsty people are for stage time. Yeah. I don't know if I could be the face of But
2: that. if you're that high up and then you have people manage I guess for yeah, you, you would just have yeah. good bookers and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. That's
3: true. And mm-hmm. I just feel like there's not enough people that are doing it that like have an eye. Or at yes. least not the eyes that we have. For yeah. It. Whether it comes to quality of just like people who are on stage, but also just quality of service and like mm-hmm. what it is that people actually want when they want to have a good time. It's just like mm-hmm. I remember so <laughs> Um, one of my favorite episodes of the show, Crashing, mm-hmm. is the the day that he's introduced to the alt scene, and literally like the main difference that they kind of show like, and it's very very funny and clear is that in the club, which is what he's been used to, it's like everybody's so sad like yeah. the audience
0: yeah because the, the environment's the, horrible yeah yeah I'll
3: see and everybody's so ha- he's like they're all so happy yeah Why are they so happy <laughs> they like want to be here like oh that's awesome it's like, that's spot on what happens Yeah, yes <laughs>
0: absolutely yeah but they, they do I think like the right clubs have cultivated at least a little bit more of that you're right yeah. but yeah. yeah you're still like some like weird long tables with like shitty chicken tenders mm-hmm. and like people some forcing you to buy like yes. super expensive drinks and yeah. yeah it's definitely we want reason Reasonably priced drinks
2: and vegan options. Well,
0: and also, women throw better parties. There should be yeah, women, so but, You true. know, they, we throw the Absolutely. best parties. We should be owning these clubs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like knowing how to make it an event, not just like a shitty night out where you're, you know, they're like shoving you into a shitty seat or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so true. Let's okay, start. Okay, we're going to go find some rich men and make a comedy club. I will be right back. <laughs>
1: Hey, Tess. Yes, Brandy. Did you know that Brooklinen is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world with over 20,000 five-star reviews?
2: Uh, You know what? I did, and it makes total sense because Brooklinen Mm -hmm. sheets are absolutely amazing. Uh, They have the feel... You know when you stay in a really nice hotel and you just get that good hotel sleep? Mm. That's what these sheets are. I feel like we both look and feel really well-rested right now.
1: Absolutely. I've been sleeping on my Brooklinen sheets. Uh, I got my comforter. It's like I got a graphite gray comforter that I love, and Mm. it's like always like... It's comfortable and, like, I feel warm, but, like, it never gets too hot either. You know what I mean? It's like that perfect kind of fabric that just puts you in the right place.
2: It's Goldilocks fabric.
1: hmm it was founded in 2014 by a husband and wife, Vicky and Rich, and they have a dog named Dukes. Love it. Which I appreciate that detail in the ad read. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, they just, like, they went to a hotel and they were like, we need more sheets like this in the world. So, thanks, guys. They're, they bring that small business approach um, to to their world.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's really, it is, like, it's a, it's a true mom-and-pop business. This husband and wife, they do everything from manufacturing to to customer service. They remember their customers by name. It's a really cool company. Uh, and the sheets don't just feel great. They look great, too. Absolutely. They're beautiful.
1: Yeah, I love them. My Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets that I've ever slept on. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to lady to lady listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use code LADY, T-O-LADY, at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so sure you'll love your new sheets, they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code lady lady at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code LADY, T-O, LADY, Brooklinen. These really are the best sheets ever.
2: Guys, if you love lady to lady which you do because you're listening to this, uh, mm-hmm. we think you have another podcast that you will absolutely love if you're not already listening to it. Please check out Groomzillas. Yeah. It's on the Forever Dog podcast network
1: with uh, two of our favorite comedians, mm. uh, Dan Gill uh, here in Los Angeles and Eric Dorian, who you might know as the baby for our the OG baby. listeners. Our baby got married. Um, and it, Groomzillas is amazing. All three of us have been on it, mm-hmm. uh, talking about weddings and love and all sorts of stuff. And I really love this show because it's like... They're both so goofy, but they're also so willing to just be open, just good dudes.
2: They're so earnest. Yeah. And, like, and honestly, obviously, I love them both individually as people, but like it's so they have such good chemistry. They both yeah. have such their own good thing going on. And it's so just like refreshing and cute and cool to hear dudes geek out about weddings. Yeah, absolutely. And they just like love their wives and they
1: love weddings. Like I officiated Dorian's wedding. So like, you know, it felt there's a couple of shout outs to me at some points. I'm not going to toot my own horn, but it feels pretty good. Um, I'm available for all of your weddings, too. I'll use their ad to also plug myself mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but like they've had really great guests on like Andy Richter has been a part of the show Rhea Butcher Rory Scovel um, Solomon Giorgio plus all three of us
2: that's right and they got you and Sean and my husband Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, about our wedding stories and it's not just about weddings it's about relationships and it, it, it's a really cool show uh, and it's just so goofy earlier this year Dan and Eric did a 4am live stream don't worry about it of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's royal wedding <laughs> while dressed in the actual suits they wore to their own weddings that's the Perfect entry point into the Groomzilla's universe. Dan drinks tea. Eric smokes weed, and together they provide a surreal stream of conscience commentary on the wedding of the year. Uh, you can find the audio on their podcast feed at the video and the video on their Twitter at Groomzillas.
1: Yeah, I actually watched most of this. It was fun. This was like how I took in the royal wedding. That's was a great, just checking perfect. In with these guys. Like Eric just looks like he should always have a wedding hat on at all times. Um, It's a hilarious and heartfelt reimagining of society's oldest institutions featuring candid discussions about finding love, losing love, and celebrating love. And you can find Groomzilla's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today for new episodes every Friday. We love these guys. We know you will too. Seriously. hey welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm barbara i'm
0: tess i'm here with crystal hey Ooh. and uh we're gonna what are we doing my space, my space. oh yeah because we got the sweet we got the sweet new theme song that yeah. i really love if you want to do any covers of our theme songs or say anything to us Please. at all just nice things mm-hmm. uh lady to lady comedy at gmail.com
1: yeah this is from jamie ryan
2: It might make your heart break. You should have been a race when it seemed like a girl and friends. Now time to take my space. Okay, ready.
1: Okay. Have you ever won a trophy?
3: Yes.
2: Like, it doesn't sound like a good one. <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> there's uh, this. Uh, there's no way to say this uh-huh. right the right way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what a humbler way to say. It, but I, no, I have it. a lot.
1: yes <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> don't pick yeah. that. She Eddie was like, out. um, uh, <laughs> trophies.
2: <laughs> yeah. had a, I have a case.
1: Yeah. I have a necessity to display. Holidays. There is a
0: house <laughs> for the <my> trophies. <laughs> okay, well, explain. Yeah, yes. get
3: into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I think in between, like, I don't know, like, doing well at school, like, mm-hmm. we, I don't know. There's so many. Tr- and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different kinds of trophies. I can't keep track of all of like, them. Like
3: perfect <laughs> attendance. Nice. <laughs> You're Probably punctuality. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was a like a really good student. Um, and like, oh yeah, c- soccer like mm-hmm. things. Soccer trophies. Yeah. She yeah. just did this very dismissive hand
1: yeah. wave. Like, don't even worry oh, about the, the secondary trophies. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry yeah. about those. <laughs> and I don't even care about my soccer trophies.
0: That's great. <laughs> well, One of the I soccer trophies
3: were, it was interesting because it wasn't, it was for being a, like a good anticipator.
2: Ooh, interesting. In anticipator.
3: Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. Did
2: your coach come up with that? He did. Okay.
3: Cool. He did. And. What he probably
0: clairvoyant? Yes,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, what happened was I just hated running. Mm. And so basically, like my brain was like, okay, if you just if you just get really good at predicting where the ball's going to go, you'll have to run less,
0: yeah
1: and very smart you just cracked soccer
3: yeah. <laughs> so that's what I became good at as opposed to like uh, I don't know feet skills or like uh-huh. kicking I'm like just gonna know where it's gonna go that's just
2: a good life lesson if you hate yeah. running just learn how to anticipate yeah, yeah. For
1: sure. where where
3: are all of your trophies now like where do you where are they kept they are uh, collected in shrine form um, mm-hmm. on my, my mom's fireplace and her house. I love that. That's Mm. cute. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Do you have any siblings?
3: I do. I have three. Mm -hmm. Do they have as many
2: trophies as you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. (laughs)
0: Anticipate
1: this. By the way, I will say trophies are like
0: easier to get made than you might think. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We got got one made for for David, our first producer. We Mm. got him a fourth lady, um, Trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I got it made in like a day, like nothing, uh-huh. no time at all. Yeah. In, in uh, I think Boyle Heights. Mm-hmm. And, um, our friend Jessica, who's just on the podcast, when she graduated with her last degree of all the fucking degrees she's getting, whichever one, mm. her husband Reed made her a giant trophy for awesome. when she graduated. Aww. So she was
1: walking around holding oh, this
0: giant trophy I that had like that. a science thing on the top. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. I feel like friend. I feel like we're not letting trophies be used enough in everyday life. That's yeah. true. I think yeah. like There's it's true. up the ante? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna say, but what do you really do with a trophy?
0: What do you? You put it on your mantle. It, you show yeah, it off.
2: if you get it when you're a kid, your mom's gonna put it up. Mm-hmm. But like as an adult,
0: your Jessica's hat has hers on her mantle. Yeah. I, okay. I think one trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying a bunch.
3: I, yeah, I have this one trophy from my last job, and it's like cryst It looks like a crystal. Like
0: yeah. oh the fancy
3: glass trophy. Uh, yes. Oh. And, I mean, I'm not at that job anymore. Mm-hmm. It's in a case. It, yeah. I, I don't know. I think right? a funny or, one yeah. from
0: a friend. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm talking but about. But there's a strong about, like, potential a real... for
2: trophy to become a burden. Yes. Because, sure. because you shouldn't throw it away. Yeah. So then it becomes like <laughs> trash. You don't know what to do with Yeah,
1: <laughs> No, but then it's fun to find somebody else's trophy and make it your own, too. Yeah. Like, you, you found a bunch of trash trophies one time, right, Babs? Yeah, they still yeah. got We them. use
2: those for our baby
1: pageants.
0: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. we've used them for a lot of stuff so Mm -hmm. i did trash trophies do they're on my mantle right now they're yeah Yeah. it's
1: good stuff (laughs) those are your
2: trophies
0: trophies
1: (laughs) i just i just wanna i became one of my colleges 40 under 40 people this year do you get a trophy for that yeah i got like a little it's like a little plaque like a little like uh see-through like standalone plaque thingy which is pretty funny my friend cameron submitted me and um are you in the magazine I was on the cover of the magazine.
3: Oh, hey! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. see, that's, um, that's the, I'm trying, that's my goal. Yeah, okay.
1: it was pretty, you just need someone to submit you, because I probably shouldn't have been on it. <laughs> it came in the mail to, on the day of my first shift as an Easter bunny, so. <laughs> um,
0: it was a hell of a juxtaposition. You should have been holding a picture of you holding it. I have
1: a picture of me with the magazine and my bunny costume, just like, look at it, it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I have it like high up on a shelf, and it makes me laugh every time I look at it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. (laughs)
0: Um, when Whitney and Adam got married a few months ago our friends one of their like you know they were unwrapping some like gifts from the family like in the house mm-hmm. and one of them was like a heart trophy with the date of their marriage on it yeah. <laughs> we were like dying laughing someone sent real... that
2: as like a legit gift yeah so we were like
3: <laughs> thank you for our wedding trophy you guys
2: won each other so
3: weird. you won love <laughs> it's so like that's yeah. intimate I, I guess that's like... what
2: a wedding is is like you won love
3: that's really funny <laughs> yeah isn't that <laughs> hilarious yeah. just wow. like I love a, that
0: but I was like this is a funny thing like they yeah. I'm like you'll keep this forever yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah, my, my brother was a BMXer when he was a kid, and he had like a massive amount of trophies. Because he, oh, wow. he would, you would win every week. You would go and you would. He placed all the time. Like he should have been in the Olympics, and he like placed all the time. He won nationals. He has like a ton of like like half of the wall in one of our gar in like our garage was full of his trophies for a while. Wow. And then he like donated most of them, except for like maybe ten that he still has. But he has one because he was a national champion in Oklahoma in, like, 96 or something. So he has this, like, straight-up floor-to-ceiling trophy. What the hell oh, is that? So there's just a rake being scraped yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, you know, like, you rake. Trying you to, to get <laughs> You know, just, like,
2: casual sidewalk raking. Yeah.
1: But he has this, like, seven-foot-tall trophy that we had to, like, take apart in because we like flew to Oklahoma for like this big race and we like had to take it apart oh my God. and like put them in every, hide it in parts of everyone's suitcases and then fly back and like put it back together it was like hours <laughs> oh dealing with my this
2: trophy <laughs> I had actually a shitload of speech trophies because I was pretty good at speech uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> To guess, huh? <laughs> but I, when I was in kindergarten, the speech tournament in like our school district was like pretty competitive and I entered in kindergarten and I worked my ass off on my <laughs> speech. I was already a child actor so I was like, I'm going to fucking win a trophy. I, I had yeah. just found out what a trophy was and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to win one. And I got an honorable mention.
3: Oh, like, Was it like a ribbon instead? It was
2: a fucking certificate oh, and God. I remember walking up there and I was like, <laughs> all these other people got honorable mentions too and I was so pissed and the next day at school we had to like write a story so I wrote, a story about a girl named Teresa that's my name yes. and a, a, who didn't get a trophy but then she worked and worked and eventually got a trophy <laughs> and oh i mean like i didn't in, in first grade i got another honorable mention in second grade i got a medal i was one away from getting a trophy and Ugh. then in third grade i got a fucking trophy <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> See, this is why – see, I only had yeah. like one or two I think I got when I was younger. So to me, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'd take one now. But if you had a bunch in the – yeah, that you're like, oh, this is just trash. Yeah,
2: when they have a mask. Because yeah. then by the time I was in eighth grade, I, I did. I had a whole – and my mom kept them
0: all. I'm like, mom, we don't need yeah. all these trophies. Yeah. Like, and, But she, she, they mean more to her anomaly. Mom's yeah. love yeah. – come on. I mean yeah. what more perfect evidence that your child is amazing. It's like shining Yeah, you know.
3: I just love that you wrote your own comeback.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you I like know.
3: fulfilled it.
2: And I thought I mean it was like my fucking manifesto. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I was dead set on it. I wasn't gonna give up until I got a trophy.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. the only trophy I have, I found the picture is with me when I did this this little this pageant or whatever, Oh, yes. I don't remember what this what oh, this trophy says, but I think it, my parents still have it. Was well, it a somewhere. Be-
1: what pa- kind of pageant is that? It was
0: like a beauty pageant, I guess. I have no fucking idea what the hell it was. You don't Whoa. remember preparing for it? I don't know if I wanted to do it. I have no <laughs> I idea just, like, what you the remember prep was. practiced. Yeah, I
3: remember practicing. Yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you practice? My well, speech. Yeah. I, oh yeah, yeah. Because
3: I I got a couple for like we. It was. They called it speech, but really you were just like reciting poetry. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. 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 And the same thing. I was just like, <laughs> I would win it. And like, everybody's like, oh, Chris was going to win. And then one year, like this one girl won ahead of me because her Ooh. like, okay. And this was the controversy in my mind because... Uh-huh. I was like, I always do a funny one. I want to do a serious one. Oh. So, like Yeah. So because that's how I would like win people over. And that's yeah. how I won the previous years. But I did a serious one. It was called The Pearl. I still remember what it was called. It was called The Pearl and it was serious. And I feel like I really took people to a place. Yes. <laughs> 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 but this one girl, she chose a funny one. No. And she won. Damn. Yeah. The last year to get people seeds were planted <laughs> Did that make then? you like afraid
2: to do dramatic stuff after
3: that? I mean, I I was I got heavily involved in like like dramatic stuff after like I was always in plays and stuff. Um it didn't make me afraid. It just was like Honestly, I think I still thought they were wrong. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I thought I was wrong for choosing it. Yeah
2: that's how I always felt too like when I would get fr- I'm like yeah I never
0: took it on myself yeah. I was like well, okay <laughs> as we know is- yeah. as someone who is still bitter about not winning drama president uh-huh. and I should have won I understand <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah practice spelling bees like mm. I would practice that like I think my mom was like co-driven with me mm-hmm. like, mm. mine was- too yeah <laughs>
2: My mom would be like, your competition is practicing. Did your mom say that to you? (laughs) It's good motivation. (laughs) Uh, Mom, it's the fucking giving tree. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) Okay, here's here's a good one. Would you prefer being a millionaire or finding true love? (sighs) Uh,
2: Do you not have love if you're a millionaire? I think it might just,
0: it's more up in the air. How, how many
1: millions? Because one million dollars, yeah
0: I think being a millionaire means that, like, it's... I think the air
1: implies... Indefinite. Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, okay, so I need to know the specifics. Do I get to keep my current relationship and I just get a million dollars? No, because like,
0: you're in love. You don't have yeah. to yeah. keep it. That just means you get both. <laughs>
2: see that speech practice
0: coming in. It's like, okay. Yeah. Let
1: me me figure out. This is a world where where you already...
0: Which I know is hard to imagine, but you don't have either. You don't have a relationship for the millions. I think I'm choosing millionaire.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I do
2: like
0: money. I mean, I just think that like it would... Being able to do the stuff that I want would lead me... More. I'm working my ass off. I'm only focusing on my career right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not that it would be easier. It would be still hard to find someone because it's never easy. But mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be as stressed out. Yeah. I
3: think I would choose millionaire too. Just because like... I feel like I've had... Like I've had relationships and then I've had not. So mm-hmm. then I feel like I've been fine with either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's where I'm at more too. I'm like, now I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. I can... And especially if I have fucking money to do what I want, like take yeah. my friends to Hawaii or some shit, I'm fine yeah, right? with that. It's, <laughs> what did Cher say, yeah. Mom? I
2: am the rich man.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you find a rich man, That's Mom? Right. I yeah. am <laughs> the rich man. Yeah. Yes. That's dope. Mom, I am the rich man. What <laughs> <laughs> <Great plastic.
2: laughs> <laughs> did we all choose, m- Millionaire? Uh, yeah, I think I probably
1: would. Yeah. Sorry, Brennan.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, these are, you know. It's totally hypothetical.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's not. These answers are coming to right now.
1: <laughs> Give me that fucking money.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I feel like, yeah, you could find love, but I'm not going to find millions of dollars. Well, you could find millions of dollars too. Also, I think probably like- more rare.
3: I think about, like, the impact that I want to make, you know? And I feel Mm. like the impact that I can make could be so much. Yeah. (laughs) That's how
2: I think, too. Yeah. Like, someone's going to have money. You know, you'll be responsible
0: with it. Exactly. Mm
3: -hmm. You know? Well,
0: yeah, and you think about all the people that you'll impact with that yeah. and those relationships mean a lot right. so yeah. those yeah. will fulfill you Well, and mm-hmm. then you can
2: really meet a rich man if you're also a rich man mm-hmm. like, then you're just out doing rich man shit
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. that is very true <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're not just lying about staying at the uh, Beverly Hilton we are actually staying there. yes <laughs> <laughs> okay I like this
1: um, oh, yeah okay who is your longest friend and for how long
0: you're your longest friend.
1: Oh,
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your longest friend? <laughs>
1: He's six foot four. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> um, probably my my friend Stacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. For so we met in two thousand one. Not very far from here at Occidental.
0: Oh, was, you went to Occidental? Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um yeah, that's. I think that's that's the longest friendship. And, I, and she still lives here too. She lives. Yeah, she lives in Valley Village. Oh, oh, nice. nice. Did you live in the dorms at Oxy? I did. Like, I'll, what
2: was it like having this be your college town?
3: Honestly, this like we didn't. Ve- the most that I ventured out of campus was like three a.m. to Jack in the Box. Mm. Yeah um yeah other than that like we pretty much did everything on campus oh wow there was so like there was like 1600 i think total Mm -hmm. students student population over 100 clubs Mm. so people were like very active right 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 yeah and activisty and put their part like I remember the one party. Did Snoop of I don't know. Like, I Whoa. Just, like they had celebrities come to like the Greek whatever. Oh, cool. So it was kind of like a an- – yeah, its own thing. Even yeah. as small as it is, it was its own thing. But I, can, I, I can loved it. I'm, I love the campus.
1: As a former Lyft driver in the area, I was always surprised because I never got college kids.
2: Yeah, we yeah, don't see them never, out really up there. Yeah. yeah they and they're, they're like right down the street. <laughs> there, mm-hmm. yeah. I like walk my dogs through the campus. And I'm like, that's so weird that there's an entire college here. We yeah. never see them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why classic oxygen Dri- I would drive my car from like one dorm to another they were like why are you driving like there's a fucking hill <laughs> I am committed to this freshman 15
0: <laughs> well you still have the freshman 15 that's important we all gotta go through that yeah no. yeah
2: absolutely it feels really good to put on the freshman 15
0: does it it's ruined my life for a long time but <laughs> yeah, I pretty much hated it <laughs> and then stopped at 15
2: it was oh, an overachiever I for me I've I was making multiple bad decisions because I also, they <laughs> fucked up <laughs> at the financial aid office. Did they and, give you too much money? Yeah. Oh, money
3: that was shit. supposed to be,
2: no, it didn't give me too much. It just went to the wrong account. It was supposed to be going to my tuition, mm-hmm. but actually it just went to the thing that I could use to like buy meal snacks. meal Yeah, so, and oh, I would man. just get everyone high and buy them snacks every night, and oh I racked up, God. like, awesome. six G's in, like, snack debt.
1: Oh my Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is very on brand. that's awesome yep. <laughs> hashtag snack <it>. yep <laughs> so yeah it was fun okay that makes sense.
2: <laughs> yeah that makes sense
3: yeah fair what a, yeah that's a great journey um
1: yeah i got really mad because i went back to my campus owned to drexel in philadelphia and it was like it won like ugliest campus in america <gasps> every year that I went there which like we were all very proud of it who's
0: running this, this <laughs> I don't know I don't know <laughs> so rude a,
1: well,
3: that's a trophy yeah right oh, yeah. Somebody's, are people traveling to find that out like are they <laughs> yeah. spending is there like a budget to like find the or is it just pictures it would just be in like the
1: newspaper like every, every year we'd be like hey guys guess what we won ugliest campus in America again and we'd be like yeah because we're always right next to UPenn and their campus and is gorgeous just run around uh, shit on the grounds and yeah. be like let's keep it
0: going let's keep
1: it going there were was this one like old abandoned smokestack that you could see from every window on campus that looked like a middle finger because it was like a a square oh, box, insane. the giant thing. We <laughs> called it the Drexel shaft. And um, every time Drexel would fuck you, you'd always go the fucking shaft, and you'd just look at it out of a window. And they tore it down, which is really sad because, like, oh, I don't had. know what kids have anymore for that. Mm.
0: But They'd they have like just fuck. Uh, <laughs>
1: they also have like Shake Shack and Chick Fil A and stuff now. And like, I went back and I was so fucking mad. I was like, What is this? Yeah, you're supposed to eat a taco loose. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. <laughs> Food should always
0: stay shitty wherever you went. Yeah, you don't get school. Shake Shack and College. Funny shit. We get mad about for no reason. We're yeah. like, you have it different, yeah, and therefore yeah. it's worse. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is wrong with us? So mad. <laughs> so true. <clears throat> uh, all right, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> cool, dude.
1: for lady to lady comes from ModCloth. Falls in full swing at ModCloth. If you're not already curled up in a sweater, they've got you covered with cozy essentials and cute knits that won't quit. ModCloth has tons of stylish outerwear that's sure to make an impression. Feeling festive? Be sure to check out their holiday gift guide, featuring unique finds and perfect presents for everyone on your list, yourself included. Prep for those upcoming holiday parties with ModCloth's Party Boutique. ModCloth believes fashion to celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from double... XXS to 4X how do you say that extra extra small extra
2: extra small okay cool yeah if you're extra in any way ModCloth has you covered
1: absolutely uh,
2: I freaking love mod cloth. we got the cutest dresses from them I got this knit dinosaur one that I'm just getting compliments on left and right and mm-hmm. P.S. it's super cozy
1: yeah absolutely I've got one that's covered in little purple bats because um, I'm very spooky
2: mm-hmm
1: <laughs> Feels good for the season. I'm and a big I, what fan. I love
2: for about it too is like, I can wear this dress to work, I can wear it to a show, lipstick, sneakers, boots, whatever. You, they're just really like functional, awesome dresses. That...
1: Absolutely. They all have like, most of them have pockets, which is amazing yes. too. Like, there's nothing like whenever they show the second picture of the model that just has their hands in their pockets, I was like, <gasps> Yes, please. Why aren't more places doing this? ModCloth is. Yeah, that's uh, all that matters.
2: <laughs> so why don't you get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more and go to com and enter code LADY at checkout. That's modcloth.com, code LADY for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. This offer is valid for one time only and expires on January 5th, 2019 lady to lady is brought to you in part by Trinova. This is a really awesome company. I'm loving these natural cleaners that they make. Absolutely. When a world that's full of toxins and crap
1: everywhere, it's nice to know that the stuff that I'm using in my house like, is going to be okay for my dogs, is going to be okay for me, it's going to be okay for my boyfriend.
2: Oh, I totally agree. I really try to keep my home like a toxin-free zone. Uh, yeah, I have, you know, Sean and I are very health conscious. They have this cleaner that I'm spraying. Every- because I have dogs, mm-hmm. I have to clean a lot. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they same. This, they have this uh, green tea cleaner. That I, I love the smell of it. It doesn't yeah. smell all chemically and, and mm-hmm. noxious. It's just kind of yummy and pleasant.
1: Yeah, and it's nice because I feel like sometimes like not all natural cleaners get a bad rap that like they don't actually work. But like everything that they the Trynova sent like actually has worked for me, which mm-hmm. has been great. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it.
2: And it's just a good company. It's Chicago based. It's Chicago based. They're family owned. Uh, it's just you can just feel good about using these products. And they have kind of a little something for everything. Your car needs to be clean. They have automotive detailing. Uh, your hardwood floor. They got something for that.
1: Absolutely. And they have an incredibly responsive customer service uh, team that you can call email um, and just make a comment to. It. Uh, they're, they're just they're great. We just we really love Trinova.
2: And it's just premium ingredients they are not watered down. So I tell you what, why don't you at least give it a try. Trinova is offering our listeners 20% off their first order. If you're an Amazon person, hey, just search Trinova and then use code lady, the number two lady. If you're terrified of their global domination, go straight to the source at gotrynova.com backslash lady, the number two lady.
1: Hey, y'all. It's tour date break time. Uh, this is Brandy. Uh, this coming Saturday, um, October 13th, I'm going to be in Santa Cruz, California, opening for Hampton Young. Very funny dude. Um, and then at the end of this month, I'm going to be on the East Coast for a little bit. Uh, so, uh, October 23rd, I'm going to be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 24th, I'm going to be in Knoxville, Tennessee. 25th, I'm going to be in Memphis, Tennessee. October 26th, I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama. October 27th and 28th, Gainesville, Florida, uh, for Fest, which is going to be a blast. Um, and October 29th, I'm gonna be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and then I come back to LA. Yeah, those are all my dates.
2: Um come see Babs and Tess in LA. Um, we'll be here. Yeah, do that shit. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, yeah, we always love seeing each show. So please do come out, follow us on Twitter, we tweet when our shows
0: are. Bye-bye. <laughs> back on Lady to Lady I'm Barbara I'm Brandy. I'm Tess and we're with Crystal Adams hello yeah um, we're gonna answer some advice how do you feel about that excited
1: yeah <laughs> if you have lady problems send them to ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com lady lady, lady. actually got like a cool little um, update. Well, not update, but it's like a, a little follow-up advice for the carpenter gal that wrote in recently. Somebody wrote to us and said... Hi, ladies. Just started listening to the podcast recently. I'm really enjoying it. I'm writing because I recently listened to your podcast where you answered a question from a woman who was working to be a carpenter. I don't personally know any have any carpentry skills, but I have a book re- recommendation for her. Hammerhead by Nina McLaughlin is a memoir from a woman who quit her job as a journalist to be an apprentice to a woman carpenter. It might be a useful book to read or listen to on audio for your listener if you want to pass along the recommendation. Hmm. Anyway, I so, just kind of wanted to let
0: awesome. you
2: know that. Check out Hammerhead. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, now, let's solve
0: some problems. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Dear ladies, I'm writing in on behalf of my brother, let's call him Bob, who is not a listener. Brob? Bra- Bob graduated college two years ago with a humanities degree from a very fancy college, is currently working as a middle school teacher and is a little lost for direction in life. The short version is, he's really funny and has serious potential as a stand-up comedian, but is terrified of financial instability and of pursuing an embarrassing, quote, creative career, and is instead considering going to law school, which he would hate. How can I help him pursue the career he's passionate about and that makes him happy? Bob has always been hilarious. I know I'm biased, but I've been a comedy fan for years, and I hope I can recognize real talent when I see it. He's just starting doing open mics and taking stand-up classes at a major improv theater that's local to him. He clearly loves it and could be really good at it if he continues to work. Unfortunately, our family back home, immigrant parents, are fairly hoity-toity, and while they have never been unsupportive, exactly, there's never been anyone in our lives who has seriously pursued a creative or artistic career. And none of us really know what that looks like day-to-day or how to best support someone who actually wants to work in that field. I think Bob is convinced of two things. The minor issue is that he'll always be broken, financially unstable, but the major issue is that the people in his life will be ashamed of him pers- for pursuing such an unserious, embarrassing career. I'm, thanks a lot, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this, is all, this is all making Trudeau me feel great. True though, it is. Yeah. She said, "I'm using those words because those are the ones he's using conversation with me." I think stand up is awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. Bob is instead of thinking of going to law school. Now Bob is a brilliant and would do. Bob is a brilliant and would do great in law school, but he'd be miserable as a lawyer. I'm pretty sure he's pursuing this because he thinks it's what he's supposed to do, and because he thinks it'll make him more money. But I think he'll be miserable and in a ton of debt. How can I be a good sibling to my brother and help him do what he loves and is great at? Can you ladies maybe share? Some some of your experiences as stand-ups and how you feel doing what you love, even if it's miserable sometimes. I should not have read this. I keep trying to tell him that a day job is totally normal, but I don't think he hears me. Any thoughts would be appreciated. Sincerely, sibling of a future Netflix headliner. Oh, that's cute. That's really
3: sweet. That is sweet. That's cute.
0: I mean, it's incredibly embarrassing that your brother wants to do this. I mean,
2: (laughs) first, when you pull the bag off of your head and and are able to go in public. Take the uh, dunce cap off. Yeah. Um, no, it is, very, it is a very embarrassing career, though. Truly, though. I've <laughs> talked about my pussy in front of people that should not hear about my pussy. that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, correct, right, Because I don't feel embarrassed. No, you know? I don't. They do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's embarrassing to other people. Right, right, right. Fuck them. Right.
0: forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
1: Here's the thing. If he hates being a lawyer, he's going to drop out of law school. And then he'll become a stand-up then. So
0: many people are doing <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, that's so true. So many people who w- went through law school, dropped out of law school, whatever. Yeah. we know a and ton became, of ex-lawyers. It's, <laughs> see, it's a weird, like, cross-section of people who almost did comedy or law school. Yeah, my, that was my background too. actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah my yeah. dad wanted to be a comic, which
1: I didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's, like, if your brain, like, organizes, like, a lot, like, because, like, I think of jokes sometimes as I'm presenting a case to people, you know? So it's, like, your brain, like,
2: thinks in those terms.
1: Yeah, you are presenting. It logical, is a lot about,
0: like, Performing mm-hmm. when you're being, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. presenting that it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean
2: the the cool part of being a lawyer, the like To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, you know, a time in time for rain is that what that time to kill? A
0: time to kill. A time for rain. <laughs> time <laughs> the for rain. rainmaker is that one? Oh yeah, rainmaker. Okay, yeah, yeah. time for yeah. rain.
2: You yeah, know, that moment <laughs> is what you think of, it really it's just like highlighting it's a lot yeah. of paperwork. Yeah, depositions. Yeah, and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean it is. The thing, though, like, it is a lot. Like, people, you will, I still, like, have people that don't take what I do seriously. And, like, you do have to have a lot of self-resolve in order to withstand that.
1: Yeah. And you have to be the one that's pushing yourself. Other people couldn't push you to do it. You know? So if he's, like, not feeling it in his bones, then... He's not sounds gonna,
0: like he is he's just scared yeah. to make the leap but you yeah. gotta be willing to and the thing is yeah. yeah sure he could be a lawyer there's zero guarantees that that's gonna work out I know totally. a lot of people who graduated law school who haven't been able to find jobs there's like yes.
1: too many lawyers right now it's also yeah. super yeah. competitive I mean yeah. it, to
0: do anything well is difficult and competitive
2: mm-hmm. so you may as well do the hard thing that you're good at or that you enjoy yeah um, and maybe just talk I mean just like I don't know maybe if you were able to talk to him but just like at the end of this life like when you look back what do you want to be able to say about mm-hmm. your life
3: yeah. yeah, and I think, um, like, if he's not... Well, one, he should be listening to this podcast. Seriously. I would definitely but send
0: him this, at least. Yeah, yeah,
3: and, like, there's so many other podcasts where comedians are talking about their journeys in comedy, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's literally just ignorance about, like, the different paths that people had towards mm-hmm. becoming stand-up. Like, I mean, just through listening to different people talk about it, I'm like, oh, this person came from here. Like, nobody's path was A, li- linear, and mm-hmm. B, like... You know, th- there's not one career that's, like, more suited to, like, transitioning yeah. over no. to can- stand-up than mm-hmm. another. So yeah. I just feel like... that. Uh, but the more I listen to people, the more I feel encouraged that, like, nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a large portion of it that is luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a large portion of it that you do have control over that you do have to... That you can work on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- that's what's... The great part about it is if you have control over how much work you put in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that you can get up every night and Mm -hmm. then you can do that. And there's a pretty
2: good relationship between the amount of work that you
0: put in and Mm -hmm. what you get out of it.
2: Totally. Yeah. It Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, A lot of it is luck and stuff like that, but you will see results from your work like pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it, I mean, there's just, that's, is the one thing I've learned the most after doing this for a decade is like they are no guarantees. I have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen, but I've had to come to terms with like mm-hmm. being okay with that because I'm still doing the thing that I love. Yeah. And I like feel good about that decision, you know, because yeah, I could have gone to law school, but. I would be also, miserable. I
2: mean, yeah. <clears throat> I think people think of stand-up as like, oh, if you're a stand-up, that's all you'll be making all your money. And it is tricky to make a substantial amount of money doing stand-up. So I think like maybe what people in the outside don't realize is like we do a lot of other, like a mm-hmm. lot of stand-ups are commercial actors mm-hmm. or yep. comedy writers on a TV mm-hmm. show or comedy mm-hmm. writers on a late night show or they run Twitters for funny places or mm-hmm. they, a lot of people work in advertising. Like if you have the ability to be funny, there actually is a lot of ways for you to make money being creative and using that skill without it being stand-up directly and you can still do you doing stand-up will make you better at that thing that maybe makes a little bit more yeah stand-up yeah
1: Yeah, it's a skill set that like transfers to a lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think of it's like being able to speak in public goes such a long way with jobs i mean yeah and like i mean i i've had social media jobs that have paid me really fucking well Mm -hmm. because oh you can tell jokes on twitter and stuff like that like okay cool let's go do this for you for a while Mm -hmm. because it's like not everybody can do that Mm -hmm. and like the trick of comedy is like it it seems like it's effortless but like if you can't tap into that part of yourself then it's like people just can't some people just can't do it yeah and they'll though if you can like present yourself in the right way you'll always be able to find a job
3: using that skill set in some way
0: what about the uh, family aspect of it
3: yeah i feel this really deeply because i feel like my brother's in the exact same situation like he's kind of drifting and like i think he could do comedy or improv or whatever but it's like Mm -hmm. i do think there's like a lot of demons and a lot of like just at just negative thinking that mm-hmm. he has that i can't help him personally get over the same way i think this woman can't help mm-hmm. him move through like the family issues that he has or the, the things that he thinks his family is going to think about him i just mm-hmm. ooh, yeah. yeah
0: i think yeah the thing is he's not, yeah if the parents feel out with they'll, they'll get over it eventually they'll get used to the idea of him doing that and he's going to meet a lot of people who are going through that exact same thing and he'll be able to commiserate. It's a pretty common experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think most people like your parents if if your parents aren't entertainers they're not going to really understand what it is you're doing. They'll be supportive. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. If you're lucky. But I mean even like my dad's really supportive but he's always just like he tries to filter it through the lens of like the business that he understands. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, well, these are the things that are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's just finding that common ground. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're a small business owner when you're a stand up basically. Mm-hmm. Like you are your own entrepreneur and like if you approach it from that way, then you it doesn't need to be this embarrassing thing. Like if you can talk about it in a way that that might be a way to relate it to your parents to be like no yeah
0: my i make money from my pussy jokes (laughs) exactly yeah
1: i pay taxes on my pushing pussy (laughs)
0: jokes (laughs) right right did she say
3: what part what town she lives from um no Uh because if it's like if it's a smaller town like because i don't like i don't know based on the letter if he's had like a really big like, win Mm -hmm. in comedy, but that's addicting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you have, like, a a show that's, like, everybody's kind of there for you and, like, you crush. Yeah. It's like you want that again and I don't know if this girl can, like, put together an event that he would be, you know, down to, like, you know, be a part of and Mm -hmm. then get, get him everybody that, there get him that
0: one where he can't go back exactly yeah <laughs> yeah Yeah. yeah. That, oh, and like hit. you can show up to
2: his shows and I bet your parents will go with you too I mean mm-hmm. I think just having them show up to one of his performances like that shows maybe it's not like their favorite thing for him to pursue but like yeah. they do so, support you and mm-hmm. think you're funny also yeah.
0: like it says he graduated from a very fancy college I mean half the fucking writers on late night mm-hmm. are, are Harvard grads yeah, and shit true. so yeah, yeah. it's, the, the people it's, it's very normal com- to go into comedy yeah we're not yeah. idiots yeah <laughs> yeah no no, not at all. 40. We're
2: embarrassed,
1: but Yeah, it's embarrassing not. as hell, but we're 40 not done. under 40, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, the day job
2: stuff, like, that can run the whole gamut. I mean, I yeah. think if there's different reasons to have different day jobs, like, if you're the type of person who you're going to, you want your writing to be the main thing you do, so you're going to be at a computer a lot, maybe wait tables so that that day job isn't sucking too much of your writing energy. Yeah. If you know you just, like, want something really stable, stand up is at night. You can get a million office jobs that pay really well. And mm-hmm. then go do your shows at night. So I think just think he can think about. You don't have to be unstable at all. There's, and hopefully you won't be. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: it's more. Yeah. I, that's probably more of a pride thing. I'm guessing as far as the day job stuff goes. Yeah. So. Which yeah, you really just got to swallow it and like be like, I don't know. I've never been embarrassed to do any kind of no. like day job because I knew I was working towards the thing I really wanted. Yeah. Because so. that's not how you define mm-hmm. yourself.
3: Yeah. The other thing I would say too is like he may need to diversify the comics that he's listening to. Yes. Because. I have this theory that it's not even a theory. I just think it's what's happening. But in general, what I've noticed is that Male comics tend to be way more irresponsible than female mm-hmm. like yes. all of my female yeah. comics oh, yeah. have their shit yes. together. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And and I think some of it is like with the men, like there there's this allure of like, well, I could turn the shoestrings lifestyle that I'm living mm-hmm. into like good jokes. Yeah, why yeah, are yeah. they
0: so and you don't with it that. doesn't
3: have to like that's yeah. not the only thing that's funny. Yeah. No, like, it's actually like very stressful for your family, mm-hmm. you know, if they're worried about you. And so it like kudos to this guy for actually giving a fuck, like actually caring, you know, about not being a burden onto his Mm -hmm. family. And that's not, that's not the case with a lot of, you know, comedians, at least not the ones that I know, especially female.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, there's a lot of do comics (laughs) where like, Ugh, I got one pair of shorts. And yeah, yeah. I sleep on a towel, and they're like I proud of it. they like, "What like is women this?" Women
2: can't be like that. Yeah. We have to have our yeah. shit together if we want to mm-hmm. get ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't have the There's option. No yeah, you know? mm-hmm.
1: go watch um like Hasan Minhaj's stuff with him because like Hasan is like fucking. He's like a female comic. He's got his shit together. <laughs> yeah. and it's the highest compliment that I can give him. <laughs> 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 but like, he's always had his shit together. Like, I you know he he comes from you know uh, like a, an immigrant family that might not have understood in the first place but he's like built a massive thing for Mm -hmm. himself Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah. and it is like yeah shows you you don't have to be this certain Mm -hmm. way or think of it that way and like yeah you're right he might listen to comics who like uh glamorize that in some way which i do think happens a lot yeah no no no. Mm -hmm. no, and some of those dudes
3: are lying
0: Oh, they for sure. Oh. Are. Some of them, so many. It's of like Larry are. the Cable Guy type shit. Yeah. Where yeah. you're like, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, you're not. You don't even have this accent. be yeah. another two days to my parents and my trust payment. Yeah,
2: to mm-hmm. go to Taco Bell. So Hashtag many of #ironic. Them. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, professional working
1: comics like are still professional mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, I was just on tour with Kyle for a couple of nights, and like, he was just like, nope, we're going to the hotel, taking a nap, got my
3: show, we're going to get a healthy dinner beforehand. And like, see, and yes. he's somebody who I think his persona on stage feels mm-hmm. very like, you yeah. know, all over the place and mm-hmm. loose. Yeah, and like, yeah. You know, just, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. But, but like, that's who they are in real life. And that's it's also how you have
3: to be in order to totally. stay where
1: you're asked and, And to sustain Mm -hmm. it. Like, I mean, like, whenever I do, like, six-week tours or something, and, like, I don't drink anyway, but people are always like, Yeah, let's go out and party. I'm like, I have a six-hour drive tomorrow. Mm -hmm. No.
0: Yeah, you're like, I'm working. Yeah, this is, like,
1: what I want to do. If I'm going to be on stage for an hour tomorrow night, I need to, like, be at my best. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, and I think having the law school personality actually really benefits you because people think when you have, like, a non-traditional lifestyle that you're, like can be more loosey-goosey mm-hmm. and actually you have to be way more anal yeah and way more yeah. of a workaholic no yeah. one
1: else will be yeah you don't know where your view. next fucking
0: check's coming from yeah time.
1: absolutely yeah. yeah like John Mulaney's a good clean cut guy that's mm-hmm. never been like he's probably always had like a good day job and mm-hmm. then like worked on stand-up at night you know it's like there's yeah there's there's ways to not glorify the the like the
0: embarrassing part yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. But I would, yeah, tell him to listen to this mm-hmm. podcast. Listen to listen to a uh, Lori. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie and Lori.
1: They talk about it a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Um, but I mean, it sounds like he's starting and he really loves it. So I do feel like he's going to, mm-hmm. he's just got to get over that hump. He just needs, to go, yeah. just needs to
2: go for it.
1: But
0: the fact that he's doing it is a good sign. Because there's yes. so yeah. many people that think about it forever mm-hmm. and don't try. And That's don't try. really, yeah. yeah. So. Well,
1: and it might be a, a thing where he just like, Likes to do it and doesn't want to make it a career too, and that's also perfectly Mm -hmm. fine, Mm -hmm. you know. But like, feel let him like have the space to pursue it as much as he wants to. Because we have like hobbyist friends that are just like, no, I just like doing it. Like this is my like bridge club basically. Mm -hmm. I like like doing jokes whenever I can
0: and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. like she said like have a Netflix special. It's just like I just want to do this.
3: Yeah. What I will say is that if it turns out that one day we're opening for this dude, I will throw up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely for sure. That'll also be, don't be tell us. If that's male you. comics
0: out there in the world. But,
3: yeah. Because <laughs> that happens all the time. Like, you just started. Well, like, wait, just go wait, for what? it.
0: Oh, you're two <laughs> weeks in? Okay. Great. I'm happy
3: for you. Yay. It's just a great opportunity that you
0: got. No,
2: but best of luck to him. He's yeah. going to do it. I have a good feeling about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send us us his stuff and we'll give him really mean (laughs) notes.
2: Yeah. That'll be so encouraging. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, All right, Crystal, where can people find you on the internet?
3: Um, I am at The Dark Crystal on all the things and I have a website crystaladams.com with all of my show dates. Hell yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah, check out her podcast and check her out uh, in LA sometimes. She's super funny Mm -hmm. and on the road, I'm sure, but
1: Mm -hmm. I'm in LA mostly. Uh,
0: And that's it.
1: Yeah. Bye,
0: guys. Bye, see you next week. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady2lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash
2: Ladytolady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at LadyToLadyComedy. Join our Facebook group, lady to lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes, or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, LadytoladyComedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch.
1: And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker, for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. box is 412-794-LOS Angeles. California 90041 and please leave us a review on iTunes but only if you like mm-hmm. us we love you we love bye you bye 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 bye